Hi, everybody. Welcome to Quinspiracy. My name is Anthony Quinn. Yes. As always, that's my name. <laughs> I say it a lot. And a person that hears me say my name a lot is right here. His name is Chris Park. How you doing, buddy? Good, Ed. How are you? Wow. Yeah, you moved it real close, huh? <laughs> oh, is that too loud? Oh, sorry. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, just, just keep it regular. Just keep it regular. It's fine. Okay. How's this? Is this Good. Check, Good. check, 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 check. We're still, we're still testing the, the fucking mic here. That's how we do it on Quinspiracy, dude. They want to. They want to know how we live, buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. They want to know this this high this high pace fast world of <laughs> podcast comedy. You know, they want to. They want to know the ins and outs. They want to know how the sausage is made. That's I, right, I man. That. That's right, dude. Like, check a check a check a microphone checker. They love it. They fucking love it. <laughs> All right, so. So Chris Park is a uh, New Jersey comedian, funny guy, good guy, one of the one of the you know nicest guys I know in comedy. At least I hope. I mean, for all I know, he could have bodies in his crawl space. <laughs> no, I'm just. I mean, I'm just nice to you, Quinn, because I see it as an advantage. I'm actually a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like this fat guy. It's easier to be nice to him. I don't want to kill him. <laughs> I don't want to make. I don't want to make him do anything. So I'll just be fucking nice to him. <laughs> yeah, just be nice and, and you know, bind my time. Like, <laughs> wait to take power. From Anthony Quinn. Yeah. Maybe he'll join me someday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the Darth Vader to your emperor. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you think I'm the emperor? Thanks, man. I appreciate well, that. Well, I mean, you know, metaphorically speaking. Well, I'm old and I have bags under my eyes. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you're just missing a black cloak. That's all you need. Whoa, them some fighting words, Chris Park. You're going to have some answers. <laughs> You're going to have some answering to do next time I see you, pal. Okay. Are you in the competition at Rhino tonight? Uh, no. Oh, no, okay. I, I, yeah, I, I let that fucking get away from me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that's cool. I, I think they have 20 contestants. You could probably show up. I'm sure they'd let you on. Oh, yeah. I'll think about it. I'll look into that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a seven. It's a uh, free for performers. Um, they want you to buy two drinks, but fuck them. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, it seems like it's going to be fun. I'm actually having a bad couple days. I had a bad morning. Um, but, you know, that's part of it, man. That's part of it. And uh, we're going to relate this to our topic here. Are you a conspiracy guy, dude? Uh, yeah, uh, more and more as I get older, you know. Wow, you know, I used, a lot of I people. I used to. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, okay. I was just gonna say I, I used to be like, no, that you know what it is. I used to really be into that show, uh, Penn and Teller's bullshit on Showtime, right? Yeah, and uh, I used to love that show. I used to like, I never missed a new one. And then Joe Rogan, I mean? and then Joe Rogan came on, right? Was that what you were gonna say? <laughs> yeah, that's a... no. I mean, that, not not necessarily. It's just like I, I realized too that uh, Penn and Teller are probably like you know. They're on the bill for the CIA or something. Because I was watching, <laughs> I was watching old episodes, and I'm just like, man, they say a lot of really nice things about the CIA all the time. For libertarians, it's just like, hmm, seems like something's kind of off whack here. You know what I mean? So, uh, but but conspiracy wise, I mean, yeah, I totally believe them. 
know, I totally believe yeah, in a I lot mean, of them. That was the first time. It's funny that you mentioned that, dude. That's why I interrupted you. I try not to interrupt people, but I am Anthony Quinn. So <laughs> anyway, um, he dude. He said it. He said it. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll be the last time I say that uh, this year. All right. So, but uh, I, I saw Joe Rogue. That, you know, the I was never like, I didn't really know about the moon hoax. I didn't really care about it. And I saw Joe Rogan and I saw the part two when he's talking to the NASA guy. You ever see that where he's talking to the NASA guy? Uh, yes. Joe Rogan. I think so. And the guy yeah. writes textbooks for NASA. He literally writes textbooks and Joe Rogan was answering him questions he couldn't answer. He was like, well, well, well. And I was like, dude, if you went to the moon, there's no well. There's a quick fucking answer. <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, it's funny because the moon landing one is actually like one of the few things I don't, I believe we landed on the moon. Oh, do like, you? I, you? Yeah, I actually believe in the moon landing. All right, hold on, hold on, <laughs> click. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're done here, bye. <laughs> you know, I just had you pegged for a moon hoax guy, man, wow. I no, guess... <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's not even that I like. I don't know. You know, honestly, Quinn, I, I just don't really think about it that much. I, there's so many other things that I think about that they're lying to us about that I'm like, the Dude, moon you, is like the last fucking thing I care about. You want you want to you know I mean? piss somebody over 50 off? Be like, we never went to the fucking moon. Are you out of my mind? They might swing at you. <laughs> Are you out of your I fucking s- mind? We never went, idiot. They'd probably fucking I swing s- at I you. watched it on my black and white television. I saw the Grady video. Yeah, we had the technology to go to the moon, but nobody had the technology to fucking get a sharp image Dude, it's on television. There's some people, I swear to God, they wake up every day and they're like, they look themselves in the mirror and they're like, we went to the fucking moon. <laughs> and I would, I would immediately say to that person, like, dude, you need some hobbies. You need, you are you, need are you, hobby. out, are you outside or something? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Is that? Yeah, I can, I can hear the wind. Oh my bad, my bad. Hold on, hold on. That's right. It's your fucking bad, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, how's that? Is that better? It's, it's cool. It's cool. Um, I'm just smoking the house. Fuck it. Whoa! Smoking in the house for Quinn Spiracy. All right, we're gonna clap Take that, that mom and dad. <laughs> Take that, mom. Actually, I'm watching. I'm watching the house for my parents. They're in Ireland for a month. So. Whoa! It's a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Did I smoke cigarettes in the house or didn't I? Did I? <laughs> well, you know, hopefully they never hear this podcast. So. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, they won't. They won't. <laughs> so, um, what were we talking about? Uh, the moonlight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so these people wake up every day, and it's like part of their whole life. It was it was like, um, I like baseball. And, you know, I was like, Big Dave Winfield was my hero. Their hero was the dude that stepped on the moon. You know, yeah. like that was there, like everything. I'm trying to think of another thing. I don't even, you know, baseball. Was, I really loved baseball when I was a kid. But as I got older, I was like, eh, it's not that great. But with the moon, with the moon landing, it's like the moon's always there. Nobody's been back. So to them, it's like still the fucking greatest thing ever. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. If they had just stuck with it and like had bases on the moon and like they had you know if they if they were able to just keep 
building on the moon and then we would have stuff like american idol on the moon you know at this point you know then i think people would believe it more you know like if they had just kept building but they just stopped i mean i guess because they got up there and they were just like there's just rocks but now they want to go back because now they're saying there's like there might be lithium on the moon or some shit i don't know like there might be like shit they can actually go mining for so i know they keep talking about it but it's just like yeah, um, some people say that they saw stuff on the other side of the moon or on the moon that they, you know, that they didn't like, and now they don't want to go back, and it's, you know, it's like, it, it's bullshit. They've been trying, the powers that be have been trying to manipulate the UFO thing forever. You know, oh, a yeah. threat from space is the ultimate fucking moneymaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, why the fuck, why the fuck you think they keep, um, why, why, like, what was that video that they verified is they don't know what it is or they say it might be a UFO. They don't know what the, that video, right? And, uh, like, the Air Force verified they don't know what it is. And, uh, it just so happens, it's like, oh, well, you know, we have this new fancy-dancy Space Force we're trying to, uh, get going here so we're gonna have to increase the military budget a little bit more each year i mean we just got out of afghanistan and they just increased the they just increased the military budget by 25 billion dollars like what the fuck is that for didn't we just end a war no we have to spend more money but that's that's what they do man that's Dude. any excuse to pump more money into the military that's that's what they do wait till you you think gas is expensive now wait till the aliens get here motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> Fight the aliens, man. Dude, attacks, bro. aliens blew up the gas fields, man. <laughs> I bet you a real alien invasion's gonna like suck. Like, like, but suck. Like, by suck, I mean be boring. Like, it's not gonna be because it's gonna be so overwhelming. Like, all my favorite stuff throughout, like you know, in sci-fi is like, like, um, and I'm not really talking about the Tim Burton movie, but I'm talking about Mars Attacks. The uh, I, I, my dad, when he was a kid, he collected all the old. Um, if you know about Mars Attacks, like Tops, the uh, card game, uh, that that card company that made trading cards. They I, had, yeah, like, I did hear about that. I did. It was a book yeah. too, though, right? Was it a book, Mars Attacks? Well, well, what they did was like for the 50th anniversary, they released a book, and my dad owns it. Um, they released a book, and each page has a different card, and each card you collected told like there was like a hundred cards or whatever and each card told like a section of the story like the martians attack they they're setting people on fire they also had like these guns that could like take they, they took all the world's bugs and made them like as big as tanks so then all of a sudden we got like giant like fucking ants and spiders like ripping people apart they were very graphic right they were very graphic you saw, like, you saw like a spider or something like rip a person like in half you know it was just really graphic it was really they're really cool right like, they're really cool tim Burton made it more like a fucking made it a very uh comedic but those those things were very they were very bloody and very gory okay and I, I was just go ahead well, I was just saying, like a real alien invasion. I feel like if it really happened, they'd be so overwhelming. It would just happen, like like we just give up. <laughs> like, I mean, like I feel like we would surrender, like instantaneously. Okay, I have a serious question for you right now, Chris. Don't bullshit me. <laughs> All right. Is your dad in the Illuminati? Tell us the truth. Uh, if he was, I wish he would just, you know, 
you know, benefit from it. Like, give us some, <laughs> give us some fucking first class tickets, pay off my student debt. Jesus Christ. Dude, he's deep cover. <laughs> he's deep fucking cover. <laughs> well, you know, what the fuck? I mean, you know, when do I get to invited to the, you know, aren't I a legacy? Don't I get to just enjoy? <laughs> Where's <laughs> my sacrifices, Dad? <laughs> yeah, God damn it. Oh, I, in a minute, you know, I, I'm all against, like, these super secret, like, power groups and all this stuff the people who are like you know if they exist like the puppet masters of society but jesus quite I'm, I'm, i won't bullshit you I if, I got, if i got an invitation <laughs> to join one of these evil fucking groups and reap all the benefits <laughs> in a second like in a heartbeat i'm like yes how do i sign up fuck it i want that money bro i don't give a fuck <laughs> they'd be like but you have to wrestle in mud and get peed on you'd be like all right, sign me up. <laughs> okay. uh, how, how much money do I get? <laughs> how and how much and how much pee? <laughs> yeah. Wrestling money get peed on? Shit, I'll do that for a hundred bucks. Are you me? <laughs> how long will I get peed on? <laughs> how long? Every minute, add an extra fifty bucks. How about that? <laughs> how many people are peeing on me? <laughs> I want a diagram. <laughs> All right, so I don't know, dude. Honestly, man, a lot of these things, I say this on the podcast sometimes. Um, I think a lot of these fraternities, secret societies are kind of just um, like, uh, you know, they're just symbolic. A lot of the young dudes, I don't think, care about that shit much. Um, I think they do it more to like keep their dads happy. It's like a ritual. It's like, a, you know, it's it's part, you know, that everybody in their family was in it. So they're just like, keep grandpa happy and go sacrifice the lamb. <laughs> you know, you know, you haven't you haven't sacrificed anything in front of your grandfather lately. He's feeling a little underappreciated. Go rub the skull of Geronimo. Go ahead, come on. You haven't done it in a while. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If you were running the world, right? Unless they you do it unless they are sinners, unless they are evil devil people lizard people unless they are but i mean if you were running the world and you were just wanting to make money and do oil deals and shit like that you'd be like oh man i gotta go back to connecticut and do that shit <laughs> <laughs> well that's the thing too whenever i hear the term conspiracy theory i, I always think about like you know um uh, i always think I, I hear i hear this guy really like uh, i talk about him a lot with friends and you know, I share his videos a lot. Jimmy Dore, he's a he's a political uh, commentator on YouTube, and uh, he always talks about like whatever conspiracy theories come up. He always says, you know, the biggest conspiracy theory of my lifetime was the Iraq War. I don't know why anybody never puts that <laughs> those two things together. I mean, everybody conspired to lie to us about this fucking war that we wasted so many lives and dollars on. It's oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and, and that they conspire. They, they the 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 powers that be. You know, they know how to jit up our emotions, right? And I mean, if you look back at that time leading up to it, I mean, it was all just like terrorists, <laughs> nuclear weapons, terrorists, the terrorists, Saddam Hussein, and terrorists, terrorists. I mean, shit scared the shit out of people. That's what conspiracy theorists. Uh, that's what these conspirators do. You know, they jit up your fear and stuff, and they use it against you. And that's what they did with that. Your, your your friend is smart because the thing about the Iraq War um, and, all, and all wars, all wars, all wars, uh -huh. to some extent, 
you know, all wars to some extent are, are, you know, are conspiracies because they tell you it's all about money, dude, you know, Uh and, and the thing about the Iraq war is, is that you saw it, it did, it happened. They Uh can't deny that it happened with a lot of this stuff. They're just like, it didn't happen. And you know what, Chris, I think the UFO shit and the, um, you know, a lot of this other stuff is just diversionary so we don't think about what the military's up to. Huh, what's the military up to? I don't know, but I think the aliens are coming, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. This is this is this is anything to distract us, Anthony. Anything. One hundred percent. You're you're absolutely right. And let me tell you something, you know, for all my environmentalist friends who might be listening right now, I don't know how many of them listen to your show, but uh, what you call it? Um, you know, the biggest they say, I, I heard the statistic recently, like even if all cars like like carbon emission, right, that's the whole idea of it. Even if all of that, like even if we all went to electric cars, even if we stopped coal and we stopped burning fossil fuels the way we do in the regular world, we'd still be fucked because the number one emitter of carbon dioxide or or whatever it is into the air that's that's causing climate change is the fucking Pentagon. (laughs) (laughs) Our our military is the biggest thing, is the biggest contributor to the greenhouse gas problem we have. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. go ahead. Uh, You know, go ahead. What are you going to say? No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I was done. Okay. All right. So, you know, there's so much, dude. Um, you know, with the chemtrails and stuff. I mean, lately I've seen some really convincing chemtrail stuff. Um, and, you know, somebody was telling me the other day, and when somebody tells me this, I kind of look at them like they could be in QAnon. When they're like, they're, they're, they're non-genderizing everybody. They're putting the chemicals in it to make everybody more feminine and stuff. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I don't know, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's that's pretty fucking wild. And I, I mean, maybe, maybe. Oh, they've been because- saying that a while ago. They've been saying that there's estrogen in plastic bottles and stuff. I, I used to talk about, I actually haven't talked about that in a while. They say that there's estrogen in plastic bottles so that, um, you shouldn't drink plastic bottles because that's why a lot of the kids are like, you know, a lot of the, the people in general are are like, are messing with the, the other side, the unreligious part of sex. <laughs> God doesn't want, God is not down with the back door, Chris. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck. God damn it. God. Well, then why did he make it feel so good, though? <laughs> yeah. And it, you know what? It feels better for men. That's the weird thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? My mother, that's that cheeky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think women don't have a prostate, so I don't know, man. I, you know, it may, it may turn them on in some sick way. <laughs> yeah, I don't really get that. I mean, I know guys love doing it and watching it. I know love that. Love the old anal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they, they love it. Dude, I wish I didn't have diverticulosis or I would dive right in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is, honestly. <laughs> it just sounds Dude. it just sounds like something you would have. <laughs> Dude, if I can't eat spicy food, I can't take a dick in the ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get you. <laughs> 
So uh, he's just such a mess, you know. <laughs> so no, so no, so this is what they say, dude. They say that there's chemtrails. They're putting it in our water. Everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's, uh, uh, you know, feminized and all this kind of stuff. And and dude, I saw the chemtrail stuff. It's very interesting, man. And and the people that are saying it, that are doing it, do not have the um, resources to produce this stuff on their own. You know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. just have a camera. That's all they have. They don't have planes to be putting out chemtrails. And they show a contrail, a contrail disappear. And I'm just playing devil's advocate. I play devil's advocate with a lot of this stuff. I'm not sure about anything. Um, people say, we got to ask questions. We got to ask questions. But sometimes listening is the best thing you can do. So I listen to these people, what they say. And a lot of times, if you listen to what they say, it gives them credibility because sometimes they say crazy shit. Like they'll throw a little crazy word in there and you're like, okay, this guy's a nut. Switch the channel. <laughs> um, but when you see like they have the contrails disappear in like three seconds or something, very quick. The chemtrails stay and they actually form clouds. Very interesting shit. Very, and they say that harp is controlling the weather and shit. And you know, my thing. This is my thing, Chris. Okay, um, if they wanted to like population control us and all this kind of stuff, why would they? Why would they like give everybody unemployment and extend everybody's unemployment in a pandemic? You know, uh, well, uh, well, cause then, you know, I mean, I mean, shit, we already had, we had like last summer, we had all that uprising. We had the, the George Floyd protests. I would assume it would just be like, what other options do they have? Just, just, okay. Everybody's evicted and everybody's starved now. I, I mean, mean, you gotta do, you gotta do something. You know? Yeah. I, like, I don't think that they care about the masses. Don't you know, like, I don't no. think they're like, oh my God, that guy died. But I'm saying is. They still need us to have a society and they're living here, right? I don't, they live here and they live in the real, you know, they, they don't want to go live in bunkers underground. <laughs> no, I know. It's really weird, right? Because you figure like, I forgot, I don't know what the journalist's name was, but there was a journalist for the New York Times that, uh, that I think it was the New York Times or the Washington Post, one of those fucking made up rags. And like, they uh, made a good point that these people, these rich people, right, who, that run everything, the people who like secretly control the world, the top one percent of the world, yeah, so go yeah, ahead. they don't, they don't live in the same world we do. They live in what he called Richistan. You know, they they don't live in the world. And trust me, man. Like when the shit goes down, they're gonna, they have their, they have their bunkers and they have their fucking safe zones <laughs> that they're gonna go to. Do you ever see that movie Elysium? That, uh, yeah, but I, I'm just a... saying is you think they want to go to safe zones and shit? I, I just don't know. I don't anything know. To, anything to get away from us, man. <laughs> I, I, I firmly believe that. They don't give two shits. So what are they going to do? They're just going to go on their island and all hang together till they die? Crazy. They have they have to control us. It's what they do. If they well, kill they us, there's nobody, us. It's no, there's nobody to control if they kill us. Well, they already control us, dude. They control us with the money supply. They control. I said, us kill us. Exactly. I said, if they kill us, they've always control. The king controlled everybody. I'll tell you, in the early 1920s or whatever, this country, I think, was actually controlling itself. I think oh, this I- was the first country to actually, on on a big level, anyway, 
really control itself and we were starting to boom. Or like, mm-hmm. I think right after, yeah, right before they made the, the Federal Reserve. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, there was an earlier attempt at, at something like the Federal Reserve and Andrew Jackson, actually, uh, I think he was the one who dismantled it. And Abraham Lincoln was the one who uh, invented uh, the currency, the greenback. Right. Like it was a direct currency through. Uh, I don't know the exact details, but then the Federal Reserve basically came along and got rid of that shit. And uh, there's there's a whole there's a whole story behind that about how they faked a um, that, you know, Rockefeller and and all those kind of guys, they uh, faked uh, uh, economic uh, uh, dip uh, or economic downturn. Uh, It wasn't the Great Depression. It was before that. And then a few years after that, they established the Federal Reserve uh, System that we have today. Well, basically, what the, uh, a big part of what the reserve was is like they were saying that you can't trust us. Well, you can't trust the bankers because we're going to rob you. This is like I'm I'm really paraphrasing and you know um, beyond beyond paraphrasing, but um, the long short of it is they said you can't trust us because we're just you know we can be corrupted we can be influenced so we have to make this um, this division oh it's not even a division it's not even part of the United States it's its own thing Federal Reserve. So they made that, and uh, and that for whatever reason they said it's got to be its own country and all this stuff. And ever since then, you know, our money's been going is really worth just been going down and down and down. And our money was worth when my mom went to Europe years ago. Our money was worth, you know, when when she probably went in the fifties or the yeah. you know the late 50s or something or the early 60s yeah, something like that and and our money was where people would want to just touch an american she said people yeah. <laughs> would want to people would were amazed by americans mm-hmm. yeah and but, remember that time 1950s you know uh the tax rates on the rich were in like the 90s you know, we had a very we had a very prosperous country at one point. You know, dude, the nineties was fucking awesome for me. The nineties rocked, dude. Bill Clinton was my man. Bill Clinton. I don't care how many people he killed or how much adrenochrome he drinks. <laughs> when he was fucking running this country, Anthony Quinn was doing well. Oh man! <laughs> how bad? How how old were you in the nineties? I graduated high school in ninety one, dude. Oh, okay, all right. So I know I look a lot younger, pal. Thanks for the compliment. I appreciate it. Nineteen ninety one. Wow, what a year! Uh, so, all right. So, let me ask you this question: What was um when you were a kid? What was the first, like, uh, information you got or the first thing you learned about that you were like, yeah, that's a conspiracy? It's funny that you just mentioned Bill Clinton because uh, <laughs> uh, I remember thinking that the Monica Lewinsky scandal was a whole fucking conspiracy, man. <laughs> oh, that she was I a psyop? I, she was a psyop from the Republicans. Yeah, Go in yeah, there and suck yeah. his dick. <laughs> yeah, Go in there. We swear. <laughs> Suck that. Suck Boy, that. Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. They, they're like, yeah, you'll be famous. And boy, were they right. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> 
go in and suck that presidential dick. We're going to get him impeached. (laughs) Which is so funny because, like, you know, as I got older, I looked more into it. Because at the time, I was really little. I don't remember what year that happened exactly. But I was, you know, I wasn't even, I wasn't even 10 years old. I was very young. Dude, that's fucked up. Some people would get pissed about that. (laughs) You think she's a sab? You think she was sent in there by the Republicans? Well, I did at the time, you know, or at least I thought I did. Or I was just like, this is, this is bullshit. But it was mainly because my dad liked Bill Clinton, so I was just like, anything my dad likes, and you know. Uh, you were rebelling. You were rebelling. Dude, take your fucking, take your pervert president and kiss my ass, Dad. <laughs> dad, yeah. Oh, man. So, all right. That's pretty interesting, though. That's pretty interesting. You didn't know Monica Lewinsky actually went to Yale? <laughs> she's known. No, she's, she's actually just some crack whore we found out in fucking Virginia or whatever. <laughs> Said, hey, honey, you want a you you career? <laughs> she was raised in the... the um, she was raised in the in the the camps for children that we have, the pedophile camps. <laughs> All right, so... <clears throat> All right, that's an interesting one. Dang, that's that was cool. Okay, so right now, you mentioned the Iraq thing, which is very very good. That was that was awesome. Um, what's what's a conspiracy like? A real conspiracy, like a theory. What's a cons- a nutbag conspiracy theory that you really think could be true? Go. Uh, hmm. Or has a lot of truth to it. Uh, I guess. I guess nine eleven. Okay. All right. Okay. We can go there. That's kind want. of a. That's kind of a cop out, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, is it a cop out? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just like, kidding. I'm, I'm just, just kidding. I'm joking with you. I'm joking with you. Yeah. Um. No. Um, a lot of people say nine eleven, and a lot of people say. How old are you again? Thirty three. 33. All right, yeah, a lot of people say 9-11 when they, like, first, like, the first conspiracy thing. Um, but, uh, you know, that's that's interesting. You must have been, uh, that's, you know, you, that, that you, you remember the, the president thing. But then I, I don't get crazy with the 9-11 thing. I just say, you know, it, it looked to me like a controlled demolition, you know, especially Building 7. So I don't really know that much about building structures and stuff like that. But they make a really good point. That it's a controlled demolition. And as far as the powers that be, 3,000 people is nothing. Oh, yeah. They don't give a fuck. Especially because look at all the look at all the deaths since 9-11 in, ter- in response to 9-11. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Like all the people that have been killed. And it's just, it's like, I remember this, it was, a, you know, uh, I forgot which comedian was some famous comedian. I forgot, but he was just going on and on, like about how like the world is probably just sick of hearing about nine eleven. <laughs> like it's just like Americans, you did, you just came over here and blew up all this shit, and we're just like angsty kids, just like nine eleven. Eh. Like worldwide <laughs> are sick of hearing about it, you know. But uh, no, I think uh, I think. Look, I'm not even saying that there wasn't a controlled demolition or anything like that. I don't. I don't know. But I do, I do, I wouldn't put it past, like you said, the powers that be to at least 
be like, hey, these terrorists are trying to plan this thing. Oh, let's just ignore it, see what happens. Maybe we could use it to our benefit. You know what I mean? And also, too, the same day, did you ever hear the, ever hear the story about how that same day they were running exercises through NORAD? For NORAD, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, so... Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 no go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm that, saying, that I'll point. say this much about, um, you know, this is a fact about 9-11. Every tyrant or president or leader was jumping for joy. Because 9-11 made it very easy for people to do whatever they want in power. They could say, mm-hmm. we're protecting you for your own good. Yeah. And, you know, you're either with us or you're with the terrorists. All that yeah. Shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what I keep telling people is when you give away your liberties, right, and you mm-hmm. keep buying into that bullshit, then one day they're going to lock the gate and say... You're in there for your own good. <laughs> you yeah, know, we're, we're yeah. still protecting you. There's a threat out there. You got to lock the gate now. Yeah, and if there's one country that deserves to, <laughs> deserves it more, it's probably us. You know, it's just, it's it's unbelievable. We just keep we just keep believing the, you know, the propaganda machine and the bullshit and all this stuff and it's just it, it's nuts, man. It's I'll tell you, nuts. I believe it sometimes too, Chris. I believe it. It's easy to get sucked in. So it's like, is it, you know, is it subliminal? Are they like, are they, um, you know, monitoring all the content we get and putting messages in it? And I'm saying, who's doing this? Americans? (laughs) (laughs) On overtime? (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you don't even need to, like, you don't even need to, uh, you don't even need to make it subliminal. I mean, one of the one 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 big conspiracy theory that I'm you know that's never going to be resolved, and nobody even fucking cares anymore, except when they bring it up on the news, is uh, the whole uh, RussiaGate thing, right? Back in um in during the uh, presidential election in 2016, the Russians hacked our you know whatever, and <laughs> they they influenced the election. First of all, there's one country on this planet. That has no right to say, talk any shit about influencing elections anywhere else in the world. This is the United States. I mean, Jesus Christ, we we interfere in elections all over the world all the time, our government, you know? So, and also, too, I mean, there's so much iffy stuff about that Russiagate shit that just became a new... Because, you know, nobody nobody was afraid of, you know, nobody's afraid of ISIS or, or any of that shit at that point anymore. So they needed to gin up a new bad guy. And so they, they jumped on, you know, hints of Russia maybe doing something, which, yeah, they probably did something in our election. But come on, you know, give me a fucking break. You know, the Russians, you know, they're basically a giant gas station. That's that's all Russia has, you know. Yeah, you know, and and. <laughs> It's just, that's what I'm saying, like, is, uh, you know, could it all be bullshit? And, that, you know, that's one of the um, the the biggest things I always say about these conspiracy documentaries. Like, you watch something, there's one called, um, there's a really good one called Esoteric Agenda. And um, I say that word wrong sometimes. <laughs> I think I did pretty good that time. Uh, no, you did great. Good job. Good job. Keep going. <laughs> Stop patronizing me on my podcast, you fuck. So, so, no, this one's a good one. This one's a good one, but it's like three hours long, and they just say so much shit. Um, I stop when they get to the 9-11 stuff, but they go into like, uh, 
they just go into like a lot of stuff about the wars and they don't talk about the Holocaust. They talk about other stuff. Um, so, you know, if you could sort through the anti-Semitic idiots and the, you know, the, the, the religious idiots, um, you know, there's documentaries out there that just can't be all bullshit. So 70% of it's bullshit. What about that other 30%? There's always a hint of truth in everything, you know. I mean, it, it's it, it definitely can just be, you know, a lot of people. Like, uh, you know, uh, did you ever see the Zeitgeist movies? Yeah, I mean, it, the first Zeitgeist is similar to this esoteric agenda. But mm-hmm. esoteric agenda is better. Okay. Uh, I'll have to check it out because I really like this. I, I mean, I like watching the Zeitgeist movies, but also, too... You know, you have to understand, like, what what the guy who's narrating it, who created the documentary, like, what's his agenda? You know, and that's yeah. the, you know, you just go, oh, it's a documentary. Somebody, it's like, yeah, a lot of people put a lot of work into something where they're really trying to convince you of something. You know what I mean? So you always have to. I think it's just like with all this kind of stuff, you have to approach it with caution. You know. Well, Zygeist, to tell you the truth, um. I, I'm gonna. I've been watching a lot of flat Earth stuff, so I'm, I'm gonna use their term. I think that guy's a shill. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a shill because um, what the flat Earthers are saying, and this is interesting that you brought up Zygeist because it just occurred to me that Zygeist um, is actually an evolutionary agenda thing because they're they're pointing out what's wrong with religion and they're saying it's the stars in space. So that makes us insignificant and it makes uh, the earth not created by a God. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the flat earthers say, but I find it interesting. I find it interesting that that dude made that documentary just to, just to say all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you ever, like, if you ever watched the, uh, the sequels, cause there were three of them. I didn't like the um, second one. I thought it was bull about the federal reserve. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where I mean that's where the second and the third one um, goes more into like what do we do about it kind of stuff. And uh, uh, I think I think like uh, when it comes to I'm all for like changing the way things are, and I, I don't I don't really I mean I'm not a religious person. I don't know what the fuck is out there. I used to be like a hardcore like atheist. You know what I mean? Like I said, I watch Penn and Teller's bullshit a lot. You know, when I was in high school. So, you know, when you're, especially when you're a teenager in your early 20s, you try to latch on to an identity, and that's the one I latched on to. Uh, you know, now I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so much more like, I have no, like, I don't fucking know. But uh, I do believe, you know, like the points he makes in that movie and, and anything, you know, it's just that you gotta remember, you know, this, this stuff is kept like the, the religious doctrine, you know, like I think I, remember, yeah. I, I always remember George Carlin talking about the Ten Commandments and he's like, he's talking about how like, so they, they told them, so these religious and political hustlers got together and told the people that God had given them a list of commandments up on a mountain where no one was around, God gave them the Ten Commandments, you know what I mean? Because it's like, yeah, well, God went to them, but he didn't just come down and tell everybody, like, hey, everybody, these are my commandments. Like, how does that, why would he do it that way? <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, it's it's one of those things you have to understand, I feel like, you know, you got to understand about 
you know, when it comes to religion and just the power structure in general, man, is that they're going to bullshit you. Well, you know, <laughs> you know? What, what I think with that whole thing was um, I'm not sure that um, people back then were pushing an atheist agenda. Um, I think they were just like, hey, this worked over here. Let's try it over here. Oh, they're believing this. We believe that too. Hey, you know what? We had a virgin birth too. And, you know, so I think it was more that kind of thing. Um, that, I mean, and that's a total, total um, guess. Um, you know, but but uh, when he goes into like all the, and you know what? A lot of this stuff, I we don't research. We don't research, and that's why I hate ancient aliens. Do you watch ancient aliens, Chris? Tell Anthony Quinn the truth. Don't mess with me. <laughs> no, I don't. I only. I just enjoy that one meme of that guy. Are you lying? I, I, don't, I know. I don't watch. Do I have to get your cable all. bill? Do I have to talk to the cable company? No, man. I don't watch cable anymore. <laughs> I got your dad. I got your dad on the line from Ireland. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> he said. No, I don't. He said, don't smoke in the house, and he watches ancient aliens. <laughs> oh, be like, yo, if you're smoking pot, though, save some for me. Like, <laughs> my, dad's are, my, dad's retiring, my dad's retiring in March, and uh, oh, that's all he fucking talks about, man. It's like, oh, when I'm retired, I'm just going to fucking smoke weed all the goddamn time. Whoa, did you tell him who he needs to hang out with? Anthony Quinn. I told her specifically, he's like, yeah, we could go to a store, but I also got a guy named Anthony Quinn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and get us some good shit, you know? Oh, my God. All right, that's far, that's a farcical conspiracy situation right there that he just mentioned. This oh, is yeah. A, this is a comedy podcast. I don't give a fuck. Oh, should I, oh, should I not have mentioned that? <laughs> no, I don't give a fuck. They can all suck <laughs> okay. it. It's legal. Who cares? <laughs> so, all right. Uh, my number is 283-8016-845. Please feel free to contact me if you'd like to talk about anything. I'm I'm always available. I used to be a counselor. Now I'm still kind of a I'm a I'm a kind of a a, a physical therapist. Yes, baby, yeah. that's it. That's oh, that's it. it. Oh, good job. That's great, man. Yeah. You can use that all the time with physical therapists. <laughs> all right. So, so you know, that's – it's just – it's hard with these things, dude, because you just – like you said, you never know what the guy's agenda is. I guy shot uh, – I looked into the guy. There's another one called Chimatica. Have you ever watched okay. that one? Uh, no. Similar to Zeitgeist. They're saying other stuff. They're saying about – um. In that one, they say about magnetism, how like our cells, they're lying about how, not lying, but our cells are different than they say. Um, and I was watching this very credible woman on TV um, and she was saying, and usually I talk about this on my other podcasts, but she was saying that we don't really need a lot of protein. That's, we need the amino acids that make protein. And she said that the push on protein is to fuel the meat industry and the medical industry because it makes us unhealthy and makes us need stuff. Make our yeah. kid, kidney failure is huge with lots of protein. Oh, okay. So, yeah, wow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is the <laughs> this is the happy hour on Anthony Quinn <laughs> on, on Quinnspiracy. <laughs> We're getting into the you know his his. You're a nutritionist as well, basically. Don't fall asleep in a bathtub, folks. <laughs> or you'll wake up without a liver. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the, 
you know, the the needs of, uh, you know, I don't know my physiological needs if I do them. Uh, no one wants healthy. your fucking organs, pal. Okay, don't worry yeah. about it, Chris. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past. I wouldn't put it past the, no one, the meat and No one wants your polluted, your polluted liver, pal. Okay? No, no, they don't. They don't. No, trust me. Uh, last, try, don't even get me started on my lungs. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, you're, uh, you're smoking a fucking cigarette, you savage <laughs> fuck. And you think people want your anything that's before they cut you up that's the first thing they're gonna ask you do you smoke cigarettes uh yes you'll be like yes and then they'll just leave they'll be like you piece of shit i don't know why they're french <laughs> i remember you know and I, hate to, I don't want to go to carlin every time but that was my like you know inspiration growing up as a kid you know i listened to carlin oh, like, yeah. all the time and i remember listening i remember him talking about why he's not an organ donor he's like because you know if he gets into an accident you know these guys are going to see that on the card they're not going to save my life they're looking for parts man yeah <laughs> you know he says you can have my ass and my uh it's something else <laughs> and my rectum yeah those are the only two things you could have yeah i'm not an organ donor either i mean maybe i should be but i you know i don't i that whole thing it's like as you get older the whole thing just mortality is like very depressing anyway yes let's talk about conspiracies now <laughs> okay <laughs> nobody's conspiring to get our organs well that's, that's, well, that's a conspiracy though no you know, i'm saying they, and nobody is conspiring to get our organs yes i mean they say like um it's big so and they're like making the fa- they're, they're, they're conspiring to make us think the earth is round but they're not trying to get our organs yet is that what you're trying to say <laughs> no i think it makes perfect sense i think it's bigger in other countries you know, I think it's bigger in other countries. Um, there's all kinds of stuff that happens around the world. Um, and, you know, I think a lot of these conspiracy theories, um, just like the king, right, back in the day. I go back to the king a lot, right? The king back in the day, he would have his uh, his his people spread lies to the peasants, right? You know why, you know why tennis is scored like that? 15, 30, 15, love, 30, 45. It's so the peasants couldn't figure it out. Really? I yeah. didn't know that. It's so the peasants couldn't figure it out. They couldn't play it. They couldn't play the same way. So, you know, that's what it is. They they just want... You're right when you say they want their own world, but we're in the same world, dude. We're in the same world. So we have a place in this world. We have a place... They just want to keep us in our place, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I just think everything to them is like a fallback, you know, like, uh, 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 I mean, why haven't the black buses came and got us, dude? You know, why haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not vaccinated, right? I'm not vaccinated. Are you vaccinated? Yeah. Okay. How are the chips? Are they, are they uncomfortable? Uh, I haven't noticed yet, but uh, once in a while, you know, I'll have like heart palpitations in the in the middle of the night. Maybe that has something to do with it. Has that happened since you got the vaccine? Oh, that was happening before. Oh, okay, you bastard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I just have I get like anxiety attacks once in a while, and uh, you know, so I'm sure that doesn't have anything to do with the, the vaccine. It was happening before I got the shot. I used to think that before I got the vaccine. Um, it was like a few weeks before I got my first dose. I had gone to the doctor for like a exam or whatever, a physical, and uh, I didn't have any um antibodies before I got the shot. 
And I was kind of surprised because I was convinced that I got COVID like in February of 2020. <laughs> I was like convinced I had it for like a weekend or something. When I say <laughs> antibodies, when I say antibodies, it sounds like somebody in my family because <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh my God. So, all these antibodies here in this, pic, <laughs> this family reunion. Eh? My antibodies got some good fucking sauce. You know what I mean? So, um, so my antibodies. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do you think? Okay, we'll talk about this real quick. We're gonna wrap up in a little while. Um, what do you think about the the stuff about the, the the vaccine reactions? People are holding like metal spoons up to their arms and stuff like that. Um, you know, do you think that, um, there's something to that or I know you took the vaccine, <laughs> but, um, you know, honestly, like you took it where you took it, they took it where they took it. They could have got a different batch. I mean, I, you know, there's just so much I don't know, you know, and, and this is why I didn't want to give my kids vaccines right away. All my kids are vaccinated now, but I held them back for a little while because I would ask the doctors like, what what's in the vaccine and they don't know they don't know what the preservative is they don't know they're just trusting whoever and yeah and that yeah did you need to get it for your job or something um no i just you know i, I was able to get it kind of early because of uh you know i'm a I, I deliver food so uh you know i'm i was considered an essential worker uh, and uh, I was just able to get in there and do it. And I mean, hey, man, you know what? I, I understand. Trust me, dude. Like, I I hate all this vax and mask and all this stupid fighting bullshit that everybody's doing because, like we were saying before, man, I think it's just like a big fucking distraction, like most things, you know, keep us fighting about, about masks and vaccinations while they, you know, keep stealing all the money. And, you, know? you know, that's a, that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. Um, I'm going to have to, I'm going to, I'm actually, oh, I'm sorry, were you finished? Well, no, I was just going to say, like, uh, I don't blame anybody for being like, no, nah, I'm not getting in the vax. They, they rush this thing through. And there are people who have, have been having side effects. That guy I was talking about before, Jimmy Dore on YouTube, right? the, that guy I watch, uh, he got vaccinated. And he had like fucking, he had side effects for like a month or two afterwards where he was just feeling like garbage. So I don't blame people at all for being like, oh, I don't want to do that or I'm worried about it or I don't know what's going on because they, 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 they push this shit through so quickly. How could they possibly have made like a fully functional vaccine? I'm not anti-vaccination. You know, I believe that. Thank God for vaccination or else polio would still be a fucking problem in this world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, fuck. I keep trying to remember what I'm going to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I could just go, man. You know? No, 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 no. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Um, the, uh, you know, it's funny that you brought it up that way. Oh, I was going to say, it just got off emergency use, the one. So that makes me feel a little better. But this is the thing, okay? This is the thing that makes me think maybe some shit's legit, too. Because everybody talks shit about the FDA, right? The FDA, the FDA. Why did they keep it on emergency use, then? I don't know. 
hospitals. See, that's the thing. I don't, I don't, I, you know, to be honest, dude, like, I don't really know much. I don't, I, I, I'm so bored by all the vaccination shit. Like, I don't even like pay attention because I'm like, whatever. I don't care. Can yeah. Just all go back. But, but people <laughs> scare you. This is what happens, Chris. People that were already miserable with their lives and marriages and all this other stuff. When they see you, and I'm not talking about Johnny Hollywood, <laughs> but when they see you, they just want to spew all this stuff and scare the shit out of you. And you know what? They're fucking good at it. They're you good at you're it. not talking about Johnny Hollywood. No, 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 no. Don't say his name again. If you say his name three, if you say his name three times, he might appear. <laughs> or he's gonna want to be on your next podcast. <laughs> Dude, I want to have him on. I want to have him on, but he just, you know, I, I can't, I don't know if I could have somebody on that's so serious. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. so serious. Um, listen, man, everybody's got to have their beliefs and everybody's got to do what they got to do. But when someone starts telling me that I got to learn how to make mud bricks. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Like you, know, you know what you really need to do? Man? You need to go up to Alaska and really learn how to build an igloo. Okay? No, he's just like, because when the revolution happens, you're going to need to know how to make mud bricks. And I'm like, dude, are you fucking crazy? If it comes to Anthony Quinn making mud bricks, I'm dead, baby. <laughs> It's just over. Fuck it. Why bother? I said, you want to be the only one that's fucking alive on your block? And, and all of a sudden, this motherfucker goes, life is beautiful, man. I'm like, what? What? He goes, yeah, man, life is gorgeous. It, it's amazing. And I'm like, uh, all right, dude, this conversation's but over. But only <laughs> if you learn how to make mud bricks. That's no, the only he, way. He's basically saying that when you're in the woods by yourself, you're going to need a shelter. <laughs> God. You're going to be like Mother Teresa and shit, making mud bricks. She was doing it for homeless people, okay, in like Africa somewhere or something. He's doing it in North Jersey because he's scared <laughs> Christ. that's out oh, of fucking man. control dude that yeah, is an yeah. example of what the internet does it makes people think they need to know how to make mud bricks <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it makes yeah it makes people like you know go to like those weekend retreat things where they learn how to like live on the land you know for the upcoming apocalypse <laughs> yeah dude i mean you want to be in your bomb shelter for a year with your family <laughs> you know so have a good last year <laughs> you're all gonna four die bullets. anyway the radiation's outside <laughs> there's four bullets left and there's a lot of food so let's eat up and then just figure out what to do later okay <laughs> yeah dude i mean it's just it's, you know, and they fill us, they fill our minds up with this stuff, you know, and I don't think it's any of our, you know, it's, it's real. Like when you say whose fault it is, I don't even like to talk, use that word really, but it's, I don't necessarily think we're 100% to blame or, you know, because, or, or, you know, the numbers probably, you know, maybe we're, we're, we're yeah, we're not 100, we're, we're totally not to blame because our, our minds are filled with this. Did you ever see V? Remember V? V for Vendetta? No, the, the, the V, the show that was on? No. Oh, you never saw that? When I was a kid, no. yeah, you probably weren't born. <laughs> <laughs> 
Before you were born, motherfucker, I was seeing some good shows. <laughs> then you were I'm born. Sorry I missed it. <laughs> I ruined everything. You were born and TV went to shit, pal. <laughs> oh, man, just add it to the list. <laughs> I'm getting you in the history books, motherfucker. <laughs> And then Chris Parks was bored. <laughs> he ruined primetime television. So this was a show V, um, was where all of a sudden aliens showed up. And what they okay. did was they all wore a protective, um, well, they all wore like a rubber human masks that looked magnificently real. Like they okay. were real, real people. And what they were was lizard people. They were like lizard people. And like there were ones that were friends with us that were vegetarians. <laughs> and and they were like, you know, we fought them and they were so that's part of it. And then we have like, you know, Independence Day, of course, is the biggest one. I mean that one that one just has, you know I li- I like Bill Pullman too. And I like the movie actually. I think the movie was shot well, developed well, the cam the characters are good. But if you look at the message it's giving you know, it's like, hey, aliens could come here and kill us. And maybe yeah. we won't have Bruce Smith and Jeff Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. It's over two right there with the actors' names, uh, Quinn. Not going to lie. <laughs> Bruce Smith and... <laughs> what was the other one he said? Jeff Goldberg. Jeff. Oh no, sorry. Um, sorry. Uh, Will Smith. Will Smith. Will Bruce Smith, Smith is Jeff a football Gold. player. Oh. Yeah, Bruce Smith, man. He'll fucking he'll tackle the aliens. <laughs> Will Smith and Jeff Gold Goldblum. That's his name. Goldblum. Yeah. Jeff yeah. Goldblum. We might not have them, Chris. And the aliens. No, no. no. We need we need uh, the uh, everyman African American actor in Will Smith, and we need the uh, the whatever kind of. Jewish person Goldblum is <laughs> like they have their different like stereotypes whatever his is it has to be and uh, you know we need that we need that that, that should be a secret that, that's probably another secret government organization they're just trying to you know craft more Will Smiths and Jeff Goldblums to fight the future aliens so and like we were saying there's all kinds of truth and weird stuff that they focus on where they don't necessarily have to um, like, you know, that the earth is like moving through space at, well, it's like, it's not around the sun, but how we rotate, we rotate 666, you know, thou, six, six, 66,674 miles an hour or something. So it's like, there's three sixes there, man, you know, <laughs> and it is, go ahead. I just heard, I heard something recently about 666 about how it's like 6 plus 6 plus 6 is 18, 18 1 plus 8 is 9 it has something to do with how the beast is in you eventually the number comes into like it's you for some reason I don't know why I don't remember why exactly but Someone, that's apparently what 666 six means like or the number you know the trick the trickery they do with numbers like that, you know? Yeah, someone said to me one time, do you know a roulette wheel adds up to 666? I said, I, probably. It's in a fucking casino, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's evil as fuck. 
What do you want um, there to be, man? A hymnlet? Okay, sing while we take your fucking money. <laughs> one of my favorite stories uh, with my dad is uh, one time we were on a cruise and we were on a we were in the casino, and my dad doesn't really drink, right? But he's on vacation and he had like two yinglings and he's already like pretty fucked up, <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, he's like, I was like, "What do you want to do, Dad?" He's like, "Oh, let's play roulette." Okay, and we start playing roulette. And, you know, I keep losing. I, I'm just putting, like, five on black or five on red. You know what I mean? I'm just doing whatever. And then after a few turns, I notice everybody at the table staring at my dad. And even the guy even the, the guy working the table is staring at him. I realize my dad's putting five on red and five on black for every turn. <laughs> 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 and, 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 and I'm like, damn, what are you doing? Like, this doesn't make any sense. You know, you're not doing anything. You're, you're literally... You're literally not doing anything. And he just like, he's sipping on his third yingling and he just looks at me and goes, shut up, I'm having fun. I'm like, I was like, okay. <laughs> he didn't win anything. He didn't lose anything. It's just, he just kept putting five on black, five on red. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the casino thing, I mean, and they're popping up everywhere. So we're in a fucking financial uh, hell, but casinos are popping up everywhere. And it's just, you know, there's just so much crazy shit, dude, that people say. And a lot of it is misery loves company or a lot of it is pay me for hits. You know, so what I tell my son to do and what I do, what I tell everybody I know to do is read everything. Read and see everything you can. And that doesn't mean Google shit. You know, that means however you can talk to people, uh, reference stuff. If you care, go to the library. If you believe in UFOs and you've never been to an idiot, if you love UFOs and you think they're real and you've never been to an airport, then you're just, you know, you're just like talking in the wind, dude. I'd be in airports. I'd be like, dude. You see any UFOs? Tell me the truth, you know? <laughs> Just go with a microphone. <laughs> or or no, you don't even have to go with a microphone. Be like, yo, man, uh, you know, I'm I'm just doing this thing. I'm just curious. Talk to the baggage handler. Talk to people in a nice manner. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's the kind of shit that, you know, may tell you. Like, if everybody's like, nah, man, that's bullshit, dude. I've never seen anything. Then you could, you know... It doesn't have to be sensational. It just has to be real. Yeah, yeah, and I, I agree, and that's why it's like I'd rather like 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 we were talking before about like nine eleven. It's like I'd rather talk to people who were there that day or who saw something. They're like, "That's weird," you, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather listen to those kind of people than like. The official narrative, you know, because it's never official. I mean, like the official narrative on the JFK assassination was just like bullshit. Even Bobby Kennedy knew it was bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's just, you can't trust them. Man. You can't trust the people who benefit from you not knowing the truth. Well, the JFK you know is the mother. That's the mother of all conspiracies. Yeah, that's the one. CIA. That's the one that started the whole thing. It was the CIA and the mob or whatever. One hundred percent, without a shadow of a doubt. Because you know what? That, it, it's why. Because if you read, like, if you if you read about what JFK was up to, man, he was like getting ready to, like, you know, you know make a settlement with the Russians, like, end the Cold War. He was trying to be friendlier with Cuba. You know what I mean? He's trying to end all this stuff that the war machine needs to make more money. <laughs> you know what, what I mean? Yeah, so, what, yeah so, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, that, that's basically the gist of it. It was just like he was he was trying to make peace when war makes profit for people. So, 
There yeah. you go. That's, yeah, well, that's why a bullet went through his fucking head. <laughs> yeah, well, the mob, the mob and the CIA, especially the mob, right? They're used to, mm-hmm. like, they would kill people if they were a rat. They would pull their, their you know, slit their throat, pull their thong, tongue through their throat. Or they would mm-hmm. shoot them in the face so it had to be closed casket. So what they did was, is, and this is, I believe this is 100% fact, whoever killed them, they sent a message. Because they killed them, they could have killed them any way they wanted. But they killed them right in front of the world. Yep. Made sure that everybody saw it. You know, yeah, and yeah. I mean, you know, the Zapruder film was 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 uh, taken right away. Um, and, mm-hmm. and they say altered. It was sold to like Time Magazine or something or whatever. I mean, there's just so many facts. So many people that died. There was another bullet that was found and the guy that found it died. I mean, there's just, there's so much you could do back then. There was no cameras. The You know, there wasn't even that much media back then. I mean, there was, but there wasn't. You know, there was, if anything, the media back then was totally controlled. Absolutely, one hundred percent controlled. So, I mean, I, not one hundred percent, but I'm saying um, about that sort of thing about the JFK assassination. Um, because I don't think it was till years later the big conspiracies theories came up, right? Mm-hmm. So, just like nine yeah. eleven, when nine eleven first happened, nobody questioned it. Everybody was was very upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of just, yeah, I mean, it was so shocking, you know, it was yeah. just so, I mean, and it's different than like, people like to compare it to like Pearl Harbor, but that's way different, you know, I don't think Pearl Harbor had, it definitely ginned the nation into, you know, fight, fighting in World War II, but something about 9-11, I mean, that was just so, such an iconic, like, moment, just to see those two towers just just smoking. I mean, I didn't find out about what happened on 9-11 till like 2.30 in that in the afternoon that day. <laughs> like, oh, dude, uh, I woke up from a... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say uh, I was in eighth grade and something oh. definitely happened. Like, because kids were getting taken out of school and stuff. And by lunch, after lunch, all we did with the kids that were left in, in our class that day, uh, we just sat around, did worked on homework and stuff. And, uh, we watched, remember the Titans. That's the last thing I did before, <laughs> <laughs> before I found out about nine 11 was watch, remember the Titans. Cause oh that was like God. our go-to class movie. Oh God. We all love that movie for some reason. It's like, Oh, we have nothing better to do. Put on remember the Titans. Isn't that okay. football? That's football, right? <laughs> Yeah, it was that fo- football, Denzel Washington and... Um, Matthew McConaughey? Oh, no. Was it Matthew McConaughey or no? No, but it was a guy... It's funny because it's a guy who probably, if he was a little taller, could have been like Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I did. I saw them short. both. Yeah, I saw them both. Yeah. So, wow. So that's that's strange. I remember getting up and they had just hit the first tower from a really bad binge the night before. Like, you know, doing all kinds <laughs> did of... I do, did you wake up going, oh, fuck, what did I do last night? No, my roommate, I think he was still drunk from the night before and he was like, see what they're doing? See these motherfuckers? And I go, what are you fucking mumbling about? And I see that they hit the first tower and I'm like, holy shit. And next thing you know, the other one gets hit and I'm like, wow, what the fuck? And I was like... And they were like, there's other planes, there's other planes en route. There's other planes en route. And I'm like, holy shit, what are these other planes going to hit, you know? 
and it was it was it was crazy dude and i mean you watch that loose change movie especially the first couple um there's a lot of this not it's not disinformation they just didn't know um but some of the stuff they bring up is crazy man and when you hear the phone calls it's not the guy's like mom it's me mike smith you know it's me mom right mike smith and it's like Dude, you know, <laughs> you're, you're calling your mom, Mom, this is Anthony Quinn! <laughs> I'm on the World Trade Center play! Don't get me! I just, I just heard all their ears. They're giving up! <laughs> all right, so... All right, so um, I usually have other questions that I ask and stuff, but you know, we started talking about other stuff, and I think it's great. Um, I had a lot of fun. We're gonna wrap up. Um, awesome, man. Chris, do you have anything coming up? Um, actually, it's funny because this is—I don't know when you're gonna put this out, but I—I I, I oh, I don't have that the... many. I'll probably put it out like uh, Saturday or, or Monday. Well, no, I mean, I'm gonna. I, I just was gonna say, I just went on the website for Rhino and signed up for the competition tonight. So. Cool. All right. Good. <laughs> yeah. So, fuck it. I'll do that because I didn't want to do something else going on tonight. But uh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'll definitely. So I'll see you at Rhino. Other than that, uh, nobody books me for anything. So uh, nothing coming up. They uh, will. You know, they will. Yeah. They will. <laughs> they will, young man. They will. No, they will. <laughs> fuck them, dude. A lot of honestly, a lot of these shows, nobody's at, man. It's just like, you know, it's just like me going to the bar down here and saying, hey, man, can I do a comedy show? I'll bring 30 people in and then like 10 show up and then you don't do a show there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, just go to Blazo Comedy Network on YouTube. That's uh, Bo, Blaze and I. That's our thing. Oh, yeah, that's and, uh, a plug. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, comedians talk to porn stars. We have a whole archive of all kinds of stuff on there. All right, so uh, say that again. It's it's com- we- Go ahead. It's uh, the Blazo Comedy Network. Uh, and All right. Yes, we're back. Sorry I ran out of space. It was such a good episode, and it still is. <laughs> um, Chris Park was just plugging his thing. It's the Blazo Comedy Network, and it's comedians talking to porn stars. Just tell us a little bit about it. Oh, it's just, you know, it's just a silly interview show where we, uh, Bo and I, we uh, make uh, popular porn stars uh, feel very uncomfortable for about a half hour or so in the interviews. Uh, especially Bo does, he does a really good job of making him feel uncomfortable because he has a very like creepy old man vibe and I have the <laughs> sweet, innocent, you know, young young guy vibe where I'm just like, I don't know anything. <laughs> Boobies, you know. So, but no, it's a fun show. We, you know, we have a good time talking to porn stars about comedy and just the, the, the biz itself and uh you know yeah i want to say uh, this i want to say this um even though it's kind of creepy that they're talking to porn stars <laughs> bo blaze is one of the better guys i know in comedy i really like him oh no bo's bo's amazing bo's a great guy uh yeah definitely he's so encouraging he likes working mm-hmm. with young people i mean he's 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 a great dude really great dude 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, go check out the Blazo Comedy Network. Not Blazo, as uh, some people like Anthony Quinn pronounce it. <laughs> oh, did I just say Blazo? I just said Blazo. Yeah. Blazo, Blaze. I'm smacking myself right now. I just burned myself with a cigarette, okay? Blazo! So. <laughs> I'll remember it from, from now till the end of time or until the end of I my so. time. All right, buddy. You're the man. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. I had fun. All right, dude. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Have a good one. All right. Let's see. All right, everybody. Chris Park. Yeah, man. One of my one of the people I really like in comedy. He's a good guy. And uh, he says he's not getting booked. But trust me, he's going to be getting booked a lot very soon. I'm Anthony Quinn, and this is Quinnspiracy. Cheers.